How's the new baby? Damn it, Zach, you ruined the beginning already. Okay, quiet for one minute. Jesus. Sorry, Sorry that I care about your family. You should stop it. Welcome to the Finicky Podcast. Ah, everyone knows who's on this episode because nobody likes him. It's Zach. The champ is here. Uh, gross. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone's listening to this begrudgingly. I don't even know how we make it. Everyone's just so mad. So everyone... But- everybody hating because see, you're, you're happy when other people... No one's happy when someone else wins Finicky. No one. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Bottom or Stephanie. Maybe, I don't know how they feel. This okay. reminds me. I need to text the group thread. Here we go. Let's find a good one. <laughs> it's been like Here an hour go. since you've sent some sort of gif of, of someone pouring champagne all over their face. This way, when they're listening to this, they can relive... The anger, especially them East Coasters are getting this at midnight right now. Oh, yeah. You definitely want to get them right. The East Coast people love midnight <laughs> stuff. God, I love this. It's so fun for me. Well, Zach, this is your... Well, first, I guess... Uh, oh, I yeah, now my phone's blowing up. Thanks. Yes, this is great. Um, <laughs> uh, Rams and Cardinals just ended. Spoiler alert. The Cardinals did not win. They didn't even look close to winning. So I guess I'll ask the question that everybody is asking. Zach, have you secretly become a Rams fan? <laughs> well, I mean, not a good Rams fan because I bet the Cardinals the cover tonight <laughs> like a goddamn fool. <laughs> so when it was getting bad and then it was getting worse, were you? did you just stop caring, or were you just like, no, nah, this is Kyler Murray. He was MVP, like week nine. He's going to turn this around. No, didn't make it to halftime. I was out. <laughs> when, he, when he did that weird, like, you know, pick six thing, that was just, I was like, that's it. That was, that was it for me. Looking, there's no coming back from any of that. Yeah. Well, um, I remember a long time ago, I was like, Cliff Kingsbury is shit, and so are the Cardinals. And then they got really good, and they got really good. So then I stopped saying that, and all of a sudden, since then, <laughs> since then, it's been pretty bad. So I'm going to count myself. I'm put myself in the win column. Every Sunday this year, when the Cardinals were kicking ass, I was just thinking about you. I knew you were so mad so about mad. it. So mad! He doesn't make any sense. I think it was all his... I think his defensive coordinator is going to get hired, and the next year it's going to be brutal. Um, all right. Uh, I know that Cardinal fans are probably – I wish we had one in the league. I really did because I feel like they've got to be – remember what it was like last year? We did the exact same thing. We played the Rams, and we thought we were going to win in the wild card, and then we lost, and all of a sudden everything felt like shit. It was like, you know what? Fuck this team. Let Russ cook. We're terrible. He's going to leave. <laughs> uh, I will. I feel like Lyle's an Arizona fan now. He said yeah. he said the word Arizona in the last podcast a thousand times. So he's officially transplanting. Yeah, I. Uh, that would be nice if one one good Cardinals fan, so we could watch their them just eviscerate their own confidence. I, it's a good team, but yeah, I'm waiting for them to fall apart. Um, but then again, I I always hope for that people in the NFC West fall apart, except us. Um, <laughs> All right, Zach, this is your moment. This is your victory lap. Um, I am. I found a, an appropriate song. Here we go. Okay, so... Okay, so I'm going to give you one minute. I'll let you know when you're getting close to being done. And you get to, oh, I don't know, talk as much shit as you want or just tell everyone how you knew this was going to happen all along. Are you prepared? <laughs> No, I, I didn't show up mean tonight. I'm going to be honest with you. I got a lot of nice things to All say. All of our fans are hoping to wake up in the morning and just hear your voice be just ruining their day. That's every, what everyone is counting on right now. All right. You, you get to say all the nice things you want in three, two. All right, you're up. Well, 
I just want to say, I feel like this is the best season of Finicky we've ever had. Because with the exception of you and Stephanie and Bliss, everybody was within like three wins of each other. Super competitive, except for the three horrible, terrible teams at the bottom. You know, everyone did really good, which is nice. So like, thanks to you guys losing all those games, we got to be next to each other and have an exciting end of the season and, you know. Uh, but I guess I will say thank you to Bottom. He had an epic meltdown at the end of the year that really uh, paved the way for my success. Elijah Mitchell for showing up, you know, when I needed him most. Uh, God, I'll thank God, a.k.a. Seattle linebacker Jordan Brooks, you know, carrying me on his massive shoulders. Number one scorer ever. Uh, my team name, never been more appropriate than this season. What else do I got? Nope, that's I want to thank <laughs> you, uh, you are, I, I want to thank Apple for their little gifs that make me so happy they send to the group. So dumb. All right, that was great. It wasn't. It was horrible. I felt so <laughs> bad during that entire thing. I feel like a lot of that was directed at me. I feel like you wanted to deliver that so you could watch me suffer and have to be quiet for a whole minute while you just eviscerate my what? performance. One great thing about my season is so much of it was thanks to the Arizona Cardinals' success. <laughs> also, Tyler Murray looking out of his mind. There, there was weeks where it was like you know Kyler would score thirty something points, and that's the you know that's the only reason I won for it's sure. Kind of amazing that you survived. I mean, obviously it helped to start hot. You know, you and and Snake and you know you kind of survived. You you really you got a great start to the season yeah. because of MVP playing. That from somebody who really, I know Kyler wasn't out for the season, but he didn't really like eh, show up um, for that second half and for the playoffs. So like, you kind of were in the no quarterback club. Like I feel like watching you and Ben Derge play in the championship wasn't exactly a testament to the importance of quarterbacks in Finicky. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about this year. Like it was bleak between Tannehill because four interception or negative four points for an interception when you have Ryan and Tannehill is tough yeah there's some you know but like yeah wasn't I, so I tough relying, last year but definitely tough this year this year yeah and then i was relying on like Taysom hill you know like that doesn't feel good but no also uh christian mccaffrey my number one overall pick going down if anything this season taught me like the waiver wire or whatever fab how important that is and like the middle to late drafted guys mike williams you know he's really like the reason i want just Dumb luck. I drafted yeah. a guy. And he, yeah, he played really good. The guy was like and wide like, receiver two for the first half of the year. Yeah. I, I checked too. When Derrick Henry went down, I checked like the overall point scored per player. And Matt Gay, the kicker, up to that point had beaten him by two points. So like if you drafted Matt Gay <laughs> in the last round of the draft, you got just what Snake got out of yeah. uh, Derrick, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like. Finicky is, is, uh, you can't just don't overthink it basically is what I Yeah. I yeah. Thought, I mean, yeah. it's, uh, I was looking at it and like, yeah, your quarterbacks, I mean, Taysom Hill didn't do great that final week. Kyler did fine. Actually, Ryan Tannehill got you 27 points in week 18, which is pretty shocking. But even without, oh. you know, playing the right guy, uh, you got 402 in that final for the final round, and nobody got close to that. So it doesn't matter who you would have played; you would have won by 50. Which is it's like the ultimate feel good because like sometimes I, I think I've won in the past where it's like any other playoff team yeah. would have beat me. Yeah, or yeah, even no, non-playoff teams. The so worst. Nice to win. I don't yeah. remember any of my numbers from anything, but I remember there was one year where I ended fifth. I was in fifth place. And my championship week score was like 500, and it was blowing my mind. I was so upset that I had this great championship roster and just couldn't get my shit together for the weeks leading up to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. making the playoffs. I will say, I think you have to say that your MVP is probably Rashad Penny. Oh, my God. Say, well, because I, I drafted um, Carson. Mm -hmm. uh, because Penny was hurt, I think I'm like, actually, let me look it up. Fifth round, very first pick of the fifth round, I drafted Chris Carson. So, like, another waiver wire panic move that worked out, you know? And, like, mm -hmm. let's not forget, I drafted Daniel Jones in the tenth round. <laughs> like, yeah. my whole team is just is waiver whatever luck. But, you know, yeah, looking at it, like, 
the the draft first round wasn't really that decisive. You know, the first two picks. I mean, Derrick Henry definitely helped Snake for the first half of the season, but then obviously gone. Christian McCaffrey helped you like four weeks out of the year, then gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the best top five picks was Kamara, and that went to Bliss. And that he was awful. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Derrick got drafted Saquon Barkley six overall and made the finals. Like, yeah, this league is very forgiving. Uh, Tyree Kill had a bad year. Nick Chubb wasn't consistent. Aaron Jones split work. Like, yeah, the first round was actually kind of garbage for most of us. Uh, Chris Antez blew everyone away. His third pick in the second round was the best player in fantasy this year. And Cooper Cup wasn't picked until, what, the fourth round? When was Cooper Cup taken? Good God. Yeah, we're all idiots. All of us. All of us are idiots. Uh, oh, Cooper no, Cup Cooper until the seventh round. Seventh, seventh round. Holy shit! Oh, I took DeAndre Swift before Cooper Cup. The fact that JP yeah. was one pick away from Cooper Cup and ended up with Gus Edwards <laughs> has got to be well, to show how dumb the league is. Yeah, I drafted DeAndre Swift, who only played four games this year, over Cooper Cup, and somehow won. Like, yeah, it's all ridiculous. Not Whatever. I drafted Trevor Lawrence three picks after Cooper Cup. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty brutal. Uh, well, what? it's always easy to look back at the draft and see how you fucked up, but yeah, we all kind of fucked up. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's your victory lap. Um, I, I picked your MVP as Rashad Penny. I guess you should tell us who you think like season wise, season long, who was your most reliable best player? Dude, honestly, uh, Brooks, the, Seattle linebacker. I know that's like a boring answer, but every week he was scoring like 20-something points. It was amazing. If it were a keeper league, he'd be a candidate. I feel like it might only get bigger for him. Um, all right. So for those who weren't paying attention or never knew from the get-go, um, the prize this year for Finicky is $200. <laughs> but it's not the Ooh. 200 kind of dollars that Zach would prefer where he goes and buys a bunch of pills and crushes them on his toilet and puts them on his nose. No, these ones he has to spend them on betting, a healthy habit. And so with that, uh, I don't... Do <laughs> Either way, I'm, I'm feeding an addiction. Yeah, it's different. It's a healthy addiction that we can all share. And so I, I assume you know your bets. I don't want you to tell them to me right now because that's boring. But what we can do is we can walk through the upcoming games, talk about the playoffs a little bit, um, so the bottom can find out what's going on right now in football. And then, uh, if we get to a game that, uh, that you've bet on, I want you to make a siren noise, like a pew, pew, pew. That's going to be your, that's going to be your job. That's oh, going to be no, it. A siren is. Okay. Come well, on. you made you were, you were huge on sound effects when you and Antez did the podcast <laughs> together. You were all over the, the man-made sound effects. So you've, you basically were auditioning for this moment yeah i'll figure something out well part of part of we have we're gonna run into an issue here mm. part of the reason i feel like i won this year is the beauty of being extremely busy and not having as much time to dedicate to football uh i didn't overthink anything didn't make as many stupid uh choices so i don't i feel like i know less this year than ever before well that's great uh, and actually yeah let's see here i always like to look at it how many moves as usual, I led the league in moves as far as <laughs> roster moves. 69. Where's my reggae horn? There it is. Um, but you were actually, I somehow I tied with Snake. That's actually kind of remarkable. I tied with Snake, 69 moves. Three of those moves didn't count. I think I picked up Larry Fitzgerald to end the season. But um, you, uh, <laughs> oh my God, this is so fucking depressing. The top six People in wa waiver or moves, roster moves. Uh, it is, it goes Antez five, JP four, Ben Derge two, Zach, you one, tied with me is Snake, and then I was the ninth best team in Finicky. <laughs> Everyone else who actually paid attention and tried to do things did really, really, really well. I paid the most attention and did really, really, really bad. <laughs> It's because you're picking up and dropping every rookie quarterback. I know. I know. I, I wanted to. It won't be. 
I was trying to think of like a, a conversation where everyone talks about, and maybe we'll go and do a cycle before the next season starts of talking to people about what they learned this year. My number one thing would be um, never give your team a theme that you have to stick to because <laughs> it is a suicide pill. The minute I got rid of Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo and committed to my rookie idea, uh, everything went to shit. Dude, I went straight Moneyball this year. That was my theme. It was just like no emotion, all numbers. Is this person going to start and have more opportunity than the other guy? Like, when I didn't you say know numbers, anything. are you saying like the ESPN projections? No, no. Like, like I didn't have any recency bias. I barely got to pay attention to like the red zone. So it's not like I was like. Bamboo, like you know, remember when I watch Hard Knocks and just draft all Hard Knocks players? <laughs> yes, like, yes. the Roddy White. Years. I didn't have that. Yeah, <laughs> so it was just like pure facts. I mean, it was just like this person is gonna start and has no competition or whatever. Like that's mm. the only thing I could go on, and uh, like yeah, it worked out. I don't know, with the exception of Eliza Mitchell, that was some stressful shit. I had no idea what was going on with the four. That was your big waiver article, buy, though. That was so early on the fab. No one knew what money was worth yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I was. Just, <laughs> the pod and you were like zach has no money all ben has to do is this this, and this i was like pulling my hair out like he's right i have no moves i can do nothing yeah i was oh my god i could not believe i was actually pretty upset when i found out in the morning that i got trey lance for nine dollars because i was like one no one's listening two yeah. <laughs> like i just i ah uh, i was so upset that's me and ben are gonna have it out um well yeah well, and I, well, so I sorry back to the betting thing with all these games and strategy yeah. and whatnot. So like part of me wants to like we talked about maybe pick a few bets or a couple ideas and let the league vote unless you think that uh, I can set up a league poll. We've got about now that we're not like up on we were trying to get all our stuff in for the wild card. Now we've got some time. I can put up a league poll and let everyone remind everyone to to vote. So Stephanie if they can don't, get her vote in. Whatever we want. Yeah, like obviously there's a couple ways to go about it. What's best for me to win this money back? You know, mm -hmm. I'll bet a heavy, heavy favorite and turn 200 into like 250. Which you were is sure? Oh, I can't spoil it. Yeah. Uh huh. Or, you know, like make Ben walk onto the casino floor and put $200 on red or something, which is, and like, you know, in his butler outfit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, on right. his lunch break. Yeah. I think, um, Let's well. Let's walk through. We'll see if we like a few. What we? I mean, I can really only put up one question on the. Like, well, I could put. Yeah, I could have everyone like vote for bets, and then we could like whatever like ones have the top. But only you're only gonna get like five votes. So um, yeah, that's a bad idea. How about we'll we'll pick one votable bet before this is over. One bet that we'll let people vote on, and you can own the rest because you don't have to put two hundred on every, on one thing. Um. But anyway, we'll see if anything is attractive. Because I don't know if you've looked at the lines. I looked at the lines right before we started. The first game for Saturday is uh, Cincinnati versus Tennessee. Uh, it is currently Tennessee by three and a half. I watched the Cincy game, um, and they look very good. So I guess the question is, do you think Derrick Henry will actually play? Uh, I mean, God, if, even if it does, does it matter? Uh, it seems like the Titans were unstoppable? Is that, am I crazy? They got the one seed, and I'm still not quite sure how. Like, exactly. I, I, I don't understand it. I, and, like, I didn't start Tannehill for weeks. I was yeah. like, he's not putting up points. I don't understand. I figured as a Tannehill owner, you've had some really great insight onto the quarterback position Ex for that team. Exact opposite. I had, I had one week where he threw for, like, 400 yards and four touchdowns, but only scored single-digit points because of interceptions, and I never played him again. Yeah, I watched a lot of uh, Titans football because of my eighty-five fab dollars investment in Deontay Foreman, and I never saw anything. I couldn't understand why, how are they winning games. I didn't understand it. They they're still running. They're like the leading rushing team, and they lost Derrick Henry. It's just being it's like done by multiple people now. It's like the Seahawks thought they were going to be. Yeah, just that's this what they want to be. Unstoppable running force. Yeah. What Pete Carroll yeah. dreams of in, 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 in his night dreams, in his yeah. adjustable bed, the ones with the, the remote. Let's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> is, is Brable still the coach there? Yeah, and he might be coach of the year, and people wanted to can him because they're like, ah, he just got Derrick Henry. Uh, 
Let's get him to Seattle. I mean, they're a one seed and they've had a lot of rest, but I wouldn't be surprised. So it, that's the bet. Is it Cincy to cover? Is it Cincy to win? That's it's <laughs> interesting bet. Not fully appetizing. We can work our way back to that. Because also, I don't think anybody in our league gives a shit about a Cincinnati or Tennessee team enough. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not even fun. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Derrick. I guess so. I wonder, prop bet wise, I wonder if you could take Derrick Henry's Super Bowl MVP. That would probably be very steep odds. That would be insane. That'd but be imagine a, if he blows up for 200 yards in this game, those odds are going to collapse. So if you're going to do it, you're yeah. going to do it now. You really, think, you really think when the Super Bowl comes on, you're going to see Ryan Tannehill trotting out onto the field? <laughs> no, no. And like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess if they did play, it won't be in Lambeau or anything. So I don't know. It's Derrick Henry, Super Bowl MVP. I heard that. I don't know if this is before or after week 18, but I heard that on the radio, Derrick Henry is still like sixth in fantasy points. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, like standard, yeah, I, obviously not finicky where like kickers are worth everything, but like in standard fantasy football or yards or whatever, like Derrick Henry is still top 10 and he hasn't yeah. played for weeks. That's how far oh, well. ahead he was. Every other team has, like, this is our first down back. This is our second down back. This is our third down back. This back we put in every third series. This is ridiculous. For mm-hmm. And then there's Derrick Henry, who's like, we're going to run him 50 times. Right, this giant man. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll come back. Maybe that's our pick. Who knows? It's up to you. You're the keeper of this. Or we that's the votable one, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The other game, uh, I think it's the Saturday game, is Niners versus Green Bay. Um I have so many feelings about this game. Oh! That's the noise! That's it! Siren noise! Siren noise! (laughs) You woke up everyone in your house. (laughs) (laughs) My pregnant Allie is uh, thrilled right now. So happy with that noise right now. Scared the baby out of her. Um, all right. Well, I last I saw it's Green Bay by five and a half. So I assumed you were taking the Niners. No, fuck no. I thought it'd be fun for all of us to put a two hundred dollar bet against the Niners. We're all gonna watch. We're all gonna want them to fail. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a fairly safe bet. Jimmy I mean, G has like two injuries right now. Exactly. And like I know, I know there's a bunch of athletic freaks on the Niners, but like it's Green Bay seems very well rounded. The reason I'm somewhat interested is right now the line's five and a half. So it's like I can see it being the one score game where they can't kick a field goal. They have mm-hmm. to try to, you know, even Lambo, it's close. It's not, yeah, all yeah. the shitty rain. Here's the thing you say that if they've got like athletic freaks, everyone's like, oh my God, they've got so much. I see it this way they're a team that is so fucked up, they're running their number one wide receiver at running back. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly I look at fantasy football wise, and I, I I if I had Debo Samuel, I would be bragging every day how I get to play an extra running back. Like it's in it's it's remember when the Taysom Hill tight end thing was this huge yeah. fucking debacle, and I wanted yeah. to play Taysom Hill at tight end, and fuck everyone, I should have just left him there. Uh, that's what this is. It's he's not a wide receiver; he's a running back. I. He's got eight rushing touchdowns this year. Eight. Also, before the playoffs. In addition to that, they also had four running backs that they gave legitimate chances to take over. And what what was going on with like Brandon Ayuk? I saw something that he was like, "Yeah, he doesn't want to play that bad." The coach like hated him or something. Yeah, he was in the uh, doghouse and he ran an well, he ran an insane route, and then Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball approximately eleven feet above his head. So I can see how he's probably pretty pissed off. Um, all right, so maybe Niners or uh, Green Bay by had would have to win by six. Uh, it's tasty. Um, one thing I think about this is what do you think? And I'd like your your perspective on this is that <clears throat> all I care about is what destroys the NFC West. So, is it better that the Niners lose this game from a annihilating the Niners point? point? Like, 
they've they have to use their backup quarterback. They gave three first round picks for their backup quarterback. Yeah. What if Jimmy G gets them to the Super Bowl? <laughs> because I've heard it a couple different ways. Well, that that's like um oh my god, uh Kaepernick stuff all over that year where like he yeah. took him the, he, he was the backup before, right? Yeah. And, and then yeah. and then they had to get rid of Alex Smith at some point. And but like this is the opposite. This is they traded yeah. three first round picks for Colin Kaepernick. And then Alex Smith is winning all Alex the games, Smith. and they're like, "Get yeah. the fuck out of the way!" Like it's, <laughs> it, this is more like, "What do you do with Jordan Love if you keep Aaron Rodgers?" But instead of drafting him twenty eighth, you traded three first round picks for him. Yeah. So the 49ers have an incentive to lose, which makes my bet even tastier. That's very tasty. That's very tasty. Yeah. I mean, I. But no. I, I I always try to think about it. I think I said it a long time ago. My theory was always that they remember they wanted Mac Jones and they're like, yeah, we traded up to get Mac Jones. And they're like, who did you trade up to get? And they're like, ah, I don't remember. And then they were like, ah, you'll find out on draft day. And then they took Trey Lance. I think that the GM was like, hey, we're going to get you a new quarterback. Or we're going to trade Jimmy G. And then at some point, Kyle Shanahan's like, nah, I want to keep Jimmy G. Why'd you do that? And he's like, well, oh, I thought you wanted a new guy. He's like, nah, I like my guy. He's like, ah, he doesn't look very good. The guy, he'll be better. And so, like, I, I think they're, the, Kyle Shanahan's fine playing Jimmy G. So instead of drafting a quarterback that could play right away like Mac Jones, like, okay, well, we'll get a guy who's like a year or two away, like Trey Lance, who is a complete project. But good God, if Jimmy G wins – gets him to the Super Bowl. I think that's probably beyond what they thought was possible. So I'm I don't know what's worse to the Niners, winning or losing. That's my last. That's what I'm getting to. Which is beautiful. How great is that to have your like rival uh organization in that position? The win or lose, you're fucked. That's pretty Did nice. you have just come overpaid so much in the wrong direction and having to yeah. like grin and bite your teeth and give Jimmy Fucking Garoppolo, porn star marrying Jimmy Garoppolo, like a hundred million dollar contract when you paid three first round picks for his backup. And they've already admitted they hate bringing in Trey Lance or Kyle Shanahan hates bringing in Trey Lance for like, um, like just like one play or two. They're like, yeah, that ruins the vibe. I don't like it. We're not going to do it. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. That's fine. We don't want to do that either. Anyway. Uh, if they keep Jimmy G, it's ex- exactly one year from today we see Trey Lance running routes. That's my final thing. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited to see how that works out. Um, I don't know anything about the weather. I'm sure you didn't look at the weather. But um, Green Bay by six. I would buy that. I would buy that. So we'll keep that as our top bet right now. After that, we've got Buffalo versus Kansas City. And Kansas City is by two and a half. I didn't even watch much of the Buffalo game. I just watched the ticker get exponentially obliterated yeah. by Buffalo. Just it did it never really I never saw I just everyone said that it was just be a running game, so I wasn't too excited about it. And then I just kept seeing uh Josh Allen throw a bunch of balls in like negative nine degree weather. Did you watch the the game they played where the wind was like a million miles an hour and they they literally threw one pass the whole game or whatever? Yeah, yeah where the, the yeah. Patriots just ran the ball the whole time. Yeah, I was I was expecting that as well. That did not happen. So to completely reverse something I said earlier, my new recency bias is the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're fucking <laughs> perfect. So is that so another bet? I mean, a Buffalo Super Bowl bet could be kind of, I mean. I thought about it. Because the odds are probably better now than after they beat Kansas City. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that would be insane. Also insane is that Kansas City has found their running back, apparently, and it was Jarek McKinnon the whole time. Oh, dude, I'm so mad. I almost put a prop bet on him to score a touchdown. He saved me last year or something. I think when he was on the 49ers. Yeah, he was the 49er, just one of the nine 49ers that they had who was like, this guy's the fastest guy in the NFL, but his legs are all broken. (laughs) It's like when his his legs work, his spark score is off the chart. He's so much faster when his legs work. (laughs) (laughs) All these big asterisks next to his name. Uh, When healthy. Freak. Uh, well, so another bet, another bet I could make a siren noise for it would be Buffalo plus two, because again, someone who didn't pay attention too much 
Buffalo has the two really good safeties, right? Point Poye or Pointer, somebody and someone else. It's like the thing Tyron. that I keep hearing that yeah, stops uh, Kansas City is the two deep safety thing, and they mm. got two really good safeties. Oh, I see that, what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my like, and you know, you'd think that none of this line scares me though, because you'd think with the way Buffalo's been playing and Kansas mm. City's been playing, Buffalo should be favored. So I'm sure Vegas knows something. I don't know. Is there I'm anything not, not sure. injury wise on this game? I mean, like, I guess could the line move if Clyde Edward Tolaire comes back or if Buffalo's not right, really yeah. missing any pieces? I always look at how the line could change. Um I don't know. I don't think there's I, anything much in this, really. What scares me about Buffalo though is like I don't I know Devin Singletary might have like had stats, but I drafted him. He's not good. They don't have a real running game. And so if they're – I just feel like when they're ahead, they don't really do the whole, like, we'll run out the clock with this nice running game. It's like Josh Allen's – like, the reason they ran the score up on the Patriots still has to throw the ball or run for his life. Yeah. And so it's just waiting for him to get hurt or whatever, throw picks, leave teams in the game. Like, I will say, uh, I, a part of me feels like – and I, I want you to bet, but I want you to maybe save $10 – for the Super Bowl, because this is what I constantly think about is how like Super Bowl MVP is such not a predictable. Do you remember Malcolm Smith won the Super Bowl MVP? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't it make you want to just take keep five dollars and pick a linebacker? Well, <laughs> well, how does this work? So like I get to choose how much I bet. It's yes, not whoever you don't wins, have to put two hundred dollars on one thing. You get to do whatever what? you want with the money. You just oh. have to keep us posted so that we can all oh. ride the ride. So I could make a $1 bet and keep 100 I, I mean, you I appreciate You could make 200 $1 bets. <laughs> no. We got to change these rules. It's finicky. If you win, you should have to put every fucking dime on a bet. That's why I'm saying, like, even if it's a heavy favorite or on red... You know, it's one last hurdle to get your money. I like so I, I like there to be, let's say, a, 200 bets would be a lot. But I like there to be maybe, like, one main bet, one long shot, and maybe, like, one, like, incredible parlay. Like, that keeps us going for the rest of the season. Because here's the thing. If you pick a parlay that starts with Buffalo beating Kansas City... <laughs> and they win. Well, now we're along for the ride now, aren't we? But you know it's going to get exponentially more crazy because your last bet on the parlay was Malcolm, you know, KJ. Oh, I guess KJ writes out because of the Raiders. But, like, you know, fucking the backup running back for Kansas City to win Super Bowl MVP. You should have won because I my brain can't handle the, like, complexities of all this. I barely – can figure out one bet that I like. I, well, I, I will make... say you are not obligated to do this all in a divisional round. We could, we could meet back up and you could figure it out the rest, or you could just hit the thread. Cause everyone's, I mean, I think everyone's ignoring your text at this point in the thread, <laughs> but if you start I'm to sure. do interesting things like this is my new bet, I actually think that's kind of fun. I would love you to put a bet down every week so that I have something to be invested in since you ruined my fantasy season. You jerk. <laughs> that's fair. I wonder how many people have me muted on that thread. These fucking assholes, fucking crybaby <laughs> losers. Stephanie Jesus. has us all muted. She's never wanting to hear from any of us again. Or she can't hear them because her kids are too loud. All right. This is um, the more interesting thing since I guess the Rams just won. Rams versus Bucks. I saw on FanDuel it's Rams by three. Uh, I'm looking at Bovada and it's Rams plus three. Oh, well then, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I will say the site that I found kind of didn't seem fully accurate. So, all right, Rams plus three makes way more sense. Uh, so, Bucks minus three. Um, but Tristan Wirfs is a huge maybe. Man, did you see him? I, I the little he, bit that I saw, he got that was horrible to watch. He tried yeah, to block like, that guy. I don't understand the point of going back out there. Like, maybe prove it, but you're just basically showing to the world, like, no, I am really hurt. <laughs> like, I am really, really hurt. You have no oh, idea the amount of pain was, I feel. He's so big, and, like, those other huge dudes trying to get him off the field could barely do it. Yeah, he's a giant. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I would almost, I would wonder, well, I guess plus or minus. Does will the line change right now? Werfs is in a walking boot, probably questionable. 
the minute he's out, do you think the line moves around a little bit? Because that's one less person for to stop Aaron Donald. Oh, I mean, maybe a half of a point, yeah. uh, which might be enough. I mean, just to get inside of that field goal line, you know, would be Everyone would say the only way to stop Tom Brady is to hit him. And the, the offensive line for the Bucks has been so good. But Ryan Jensen went down during the game. He came back, so he's fine. But Tristan Wirfs is a gigantic man whose ankle is made out of toothpicks right now. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what the health of Tampa Bay is. I remember at the end of the season, they were all fucked. That's why, you know, people were trying to convince ourselves to play Le'Veon Bell. Super Bowl hangover. Finale. Super Bowl hangover. It's starting to hit him. I don't know. Um, I was. Yeah. But the Rams. The Rams. I know they played well tonight, but the Rams scare me. Just, you know, it's the Rams. It's it's like what is more what has a better chance of deciding that game? The Rams defense or the Bucks defense? Because I could see the Bucks defense wrecking shop on Matt Stafford and 100%. and then Tom Brady just doesn't need to score 100 points, but you know. Also, I uh, in did you you didn't do it. You didn't do it cuz you, you hate us. But they I sent the invite for the um the, th- the playoff challenge thing where you pick players. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you fucked that up. Anyway, uh, I took Leonard Fournette, and he didn't play, and I thought about swapping him out. But, you know, like, he gets a multiplier every time they advance. And, like, yeah, if Leonard Fournette comes back, um, you know, even though they don't have Tristan Wirfs, they're a great pass protector, like, they could still run the shit out of the ball. I think Len- playoff Lenny. Do you remember? It was playoff Lenny. That was a thing. Well, see, but this is exactly why you don't win at stuff because you're playing guys who aren't on the field on these wild hopes and dreams. I know. <laughs> Your brain is like that thing will heal. I wrong. See It'll what win. no one else sees. <laughs> Tin foil hats. He's <laughs> <laughs> multiplier. I won't be around to see the championship, but when, right, when he gets so, his multiplier, I think we agree. Know. One dollar bet. Leonard Fournette, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> I think that's what we're agreeing on right now. The, the like, odds have never been lower. <laughs> <laughs> like Ben Bliss spending $100 on uh, Ronald Jones. Well, we were, I was so prepped to do a last-minute pod with you for this week, and I looked at my notes, and they were not good. Uh, one of them was, are we going to bet on the Steelers or are we not going to bet on the Steelers? Pretty glad that didn't happen. And then the other thing is, who's going to bet against Belichick? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's like tonight. I My big bet would have been $200 on the fucking Cardinals to cover. Cardinals we would have been cover. the saddest. <laughs> you uh, were even juicing the line. You wanted to have him like plus nine. It's so bad. I did a teaser up to plus nine. It so, would have been like two hundred. It would have been like two hundred to win a uh, hundred and something. Like it would have been such a stupid fucking bet. So oh the question God. is: Has our Titanic avoided very small icebergs just to hit a gigantic <laughs> iceberg in Lambo? <laughs> Uh, but also, if everyone's as mad as me, as mad at me as you say they are, like me putting all two hundred on something could have would make some people really happy. No, I think they. I mean, here when I remember, there's a drunk podcast somewhere in the record books where uh, we were like, yeah, what if you like parlayed it and like made a lot of money and then you like added that to the pot and then every person gets to reinvest that giant pot and then one day we've got a giant pot because we're such good sports bettors and then everyone flies to Vegas and I was like yeah that's a great idea let's do that but now I really am thinking logistically that like even if that worked it would be like three years of financial gains and then uh, Andrew Bottom wins and puts it all in Oregon State and it's just gone just gone. All of it's a it would ruin. It would ruin friendships for sure. Like yeah. people who what you even if it's like fake money. Yeah. What you what you think money's in your account and then it disappears. You, people get real fucking testy about that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Um. So right now it looks like the Niners bet. I could put. I could put the Niners bet on the website and we we everyone could vote on it. Let's do. Yeah. Let's do Green Bay. Well, here's the thing. Let's break this down real fast. There's Green Bay, you know, by five and a half. Yep. But there's also, I mean, a very 
boring but safer outright, you know, but Jesus Christ, if you bet $200, you win $83. You, it's, it's such a, it's, it's so bad. Not it's not fun. Not uh, so let's not even put that. Or we could do like uh, Green Bay by five and the over. Could you look into like a $50 parlay on picking all four games? Oh, 100%. Let's see what we do here. Let's see. So, I mean, oh, shit. It's already hard. Here's the thing that's this is where this is getting fun. Every week, you have to put down a $50 parlay (laughs) to pick winners. (laughs) And imagine you've lost three weeks in a row and how devastated you are going to that fourth pod. I think at that point, maybe everyone starts to feel okay about this. And then maybe at some point, no one wants to win this goddamn league. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not gonna lie to you. So far, this win is a curse. It's a bloody curse. Uh, I'll so you fucked up for three weeks, Zach. Who do you think the Super Bowl MVP is gonna be? <laughs> All right, hold on. So let's say Green Bay by five, Buffalo right. plus two and a half. All right. I I can't bet. It. Oh, I think Cincy's really juicy. I think Cincy is. Cincinnati beating Tennessee is sexy, but I'm, hey, don't let me push you. Uh, well, I'm taking, I'm, I'm going to take points. I'm not going to go for like outright wins. I'm going to yeah, get some. No, that's fine. Because it's uh, Tennessee's the favorite, right? They got three and a half. Yeah. So Bengals plus three and a half. Packers by five and a half. Bills plus two and a half. I like it. And then what to do with the Rams and Bucks? I mean, Tristan Wirfs might move that line. If he's fully out, Rams is a juicy line right now. All right. So hold on. I'm just going to do straight up. So we're, so we're basically doing we're, we're doing Bills, Rams, Packers, Bengals, right? Just straight up as is. Yeah. If I risk 200 on that, holy shit, you win $2,400. That's fun. But... Uh, you, go down to little, <laughs> you go down to a little teaser. Let me tease the line a little bit. Oh, God. This is where it gets bad. <laughs> uh, even if you just tease it six points, the minimum tease that you can do. So now it's Rams plus nine, Bills plus eight and a half, uh, Packers just have to win plus five, and Cincinnati plus nine and a half. And you do that, 200. You're still winning 520. And it's safer, and it's still fun for everybody. This is stupid. I just want the money, dude. <laughs> I got a baby. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. The thing is, if you uh, win this week, you got to bet two hundred again next week until it's all gone. Um, yeah. I made I made a the terrible mistake of telling Alessandra about this. Um, oh, I know. So she's she's gonna want to know what this bet was too. She might have to vote. What is fifty dollars? But just but keeping the lines like no T's. What is just fifty dollars? One hundred and thirty. Fifty to win one hundred and thirty. Oh shit! No, no, sorry, sorry. That was the T's. Fifty to win five hundred and eighty-six dollars and ninety-five cents. I think that's hot. I think that's pretty hot. I gotta do. Some, I gotta do some real research. Do we some real research. Starting lineups. Hit you know, us on uh, the thread. Here's the thing: you don't need to make a move, and it's actually pretty stupid to bet a week out because anything could fucking happen. Tom Brady exactly. could hit by a goddamn truck. I think. Yeah, I think you wait a little bit. Okay, so maybe the league bet then is put it all on Green Bay to beat the Niners because we hate the Niners. That's mm-hmm. one option. Second option is the fifty dollar parlay which is dumb as shit but fun and third option is uh ben bliss not by jesus christ ben derge has to go to the casino floor and put at least a hundred dollars on red maybe all of it two hundred dollars on red <laughs> all right those are our three bets so we got the two hundo on green bay 50 all game parlay or 200 on red via Derage. All right. I will put and the then po- if, if any of this changes, we'll have an emergency podcast. Oh, yeah. Definitely emergency. It was so easy to get this one. I think we'll definitely do it. <laughs> <Sorry. podcast. laughs> Dude, 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'll explain the chaos that is my life uh, off off camera if you want. Yeah, sure. But, Did you inherit yeah. three kids? Is that it? Is it the three kids that told you back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I inherited a fucking landslide in the last rain down here. That yeah, it was crazy. That we had to panic fix. Uh, it was insane. I'll send you wow. some pictures. And it was yeah, wild. Send yeah, me and pictures. then like, every everything's everything's fine. But yeah. um, in, in in the middle of all of this, Alessandra's like, gone. She's gone. Oh, yeah, I, it's... I got a good. Uh, Bottom's did. gone. He was in the backyard. It's just gone. <laughs> uh, but then, in the middle of all this, uh, we got like weird news about the baby Big Mammon's kidneys. And uh, again, everything's fine. Yeah. But in the moment when you hear bad news and after all these checkups, like the yeah. last thing I was, you know, trying to do was schedule a podcast. Sorry. So you want me to cut that out? Yeah, sorry. Cut that okay, out. I'll cut that out. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you my feelings on that when we're almost done. <laughs> How is Baby Watch? I'm going to cut that line. And then my last bit is uh, Seahawk wise. We can't bet on it, but I'd like to get. I like to check temperatures on everybody because it's going to change as the weeks go on. I saw Russ tonight on the uh, Eli Peyton cast. He still had the Seahawk Ooh. helmets in the background. He seemed pretty happy. Uh, I've listened to the radio shows. Everyone keeps talking about how you could trade Russ to certain teams and totally flip their fortunes, like the Saints or the Bears. How do you fix them? Trade for Russ. But, like, that's exactly how you would fix the Seahawks. So my feeling is, uh, Zach, what, what, what's your gut say? Do you think – I mean, we haven't fired our coaches, so does it feel like we're running it back? I, yeah, I feel like – Everybody involved is too scared to make real changes is what my vibe is. And I feel like so much of what Russell is doing is like leverage power. I don't know. Like he knows not my he fault. knows that no one it, wants to make changes. Yeah, exactly. And but if someone does make a change, he's going to make sure it fucking benefits him in every way. He's either going to get a massive contract or he's going to go to like the ideal situation kind of a thing. But like. As, as someone who firmly believes that the Russell contract like sunk our team, uh, just because all the money was gone to make smart moves, uh, I feel like what the penny thing at the end of the year did was kind of give everybody that like carrot to chase the hope of like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, it does work. This is when what they wanted healthy. the whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now Andrew Collier is going to start getting sacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, who knows? Maybe that's because all of the shitty pressure was off everybody. And I don't know. But it was like you kind of got a glimpse of what the Seahawks were supposed to be. Because also, as much as I hate Russell Wilson, and I hate him just as, like, he's just such a douchey nerd that I can't stand. I know he's better than every other quarterback in the league, but, like, four of them. You know, like, sure. Uh, Well, here's the other thing I will say. Like, I honestly believe that if our team had Tom Brady, we'd be amazing and deep in the playoffs every yep. year. And we should maybe take a look at that. Like, if this old man who's a statue <laughs> can take these, you know, depleted, not that good teams. I mean, it's, it's not like the New England was always stacked. Right. It just, everyone's like, Tom's great. It's like, yeah, because he fucking throws four-yard passes every time. He doesn't yeah. care about anything else. Like, Russell's whole dance in the pocket, scramble around thing is, I'm over it, dude. Just... Who's gonna stop fucking DK? Yeah, just like change change the offense a slightly, just a little bit. This like scramble uh, hail mary bullshit is Do that, clearly I think, not. I think I hear what you're saying. I think you know. Obviously, there are things that Tom can do that Russ can't, such as see the middle of the field, because Tom's <laughs> six inches taller. But um, I think uh, I think that maybe you give. I'm glad that they haven't fired Shane Waldron. I could say that now, and then they fire him like uh, an hour later. But I I think because now he's had a year to work with Russ and figure it out and know what he can and can't do. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to look at look at fucking DK Metcalf and the things that he can do. Like he's frustrated because you know, I mean, he got three touchdowns in that last game, which is probably the smartest thing the Seahawks could have done. But, like, yeah, uh, identify the things that he's doing and is working with Russ. And you just have to manufacture that sort of relationship because he's got – Russ has it with 
Tyler Lockett, and he relies on it a lot. That's the play you're talking about, the scramble out and toss a perfect dime onto the sideline, and he catches it like this, and it's great. Yay, everybody wins. But, like, you know, we went the entire tenure of Jimmy Graham without it feeling like Russ ever figured it out. Like, they – Drew Brees used to throw the same pass every time. I'm going to throw it at the the crossbar of the – and you're going to jump up and fucking get it. And it's like – Drew Brees was not taller than Russ Wilson. Like they've got to be able to figure that kind of those, those certain plays that that work and there's still time. But I think that if, yeah, if Russ can't figure that out next season, then they've got to, then it's done. Then I think you pick DK Metcalf over Russell Wilson. I, I think you do. I think you yeah. move on. If, I, yeah. If, if I feel like if Russell's not willing to, change into or, or just something can't. that works. You just can't. Oh, maybe. yeah. You just yeah. can't. But, like, it would be tough if we're the team that has to deal with, like, oh, maybe next week the backup starts because we don't know who's good. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's an ugly horrible. road. DK Metcalf yeah. is frustrated with Russell Wilson. I guarantee you he's going to be fucking frustrated with the backup bullshit we pull in after him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, I don't want, like, a Baker Mayfield type situation where it's just you know, players are forcing their way out of town because he's garbage. Or Daniel Jones. I mean, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody wants whatever the Giants have because that's bad. That's true. Any, anytime we start complaining, we should just remember that the Giants exist and then feel <laughs> so much better about ourselves. Yeah, they're a nightmare. They're the worst. Oh, I feel better. Oh, oh I feel so much better now. Oh, God, it was so dark there for a second, but now I got it. Um, I do like I do know for a fact though that if Russell Wilson went to the the New York Giants that they would be shitty still like there's a reason no fixing that there's a reason they're not on the list of places yeah. you would accept <laughs> to go to. All right, I gave you a minute at the begin. I'm gonna give you a little bit of uh, your your goodbye speech time. I did this to bottom once and I had to cut him off really bad. I'm just gonna try not to do that. So anyway, you have officially 40 seconds for the end of the pod. To give your your final feelings, this is the end. This is the end of the season. This is the end of our season of Finicky in 2021. It's been romantic, and Zach, you have the floor. Oh man, this is uncomfortable. But uh, thank you for doing the pod. I'm not gonna lie to you. I enjoyed every single one. I listened to every minute of every pod. It was great. Lyle's uh, guest hosting was miraculous. A nice change of speed from the yelling and the <laughs> loud sound effects. But I, I like, you know, I liked it when you came back too. Uh, again, I really enjoyed this season as the world is fucking crazy right now, both like for everybody and personally. So it was awesome to have this thing to be very sweet and sincere. Uh, maybe changes for next year's fractional scoring because you're a shady motherfucker who can't be trusted. Um, I'm sure there's other things like the linebackers and the safeties. We might have to fix their stats. Uh, and in-game injuries should give you points. And uh, shit, I don't know, man. Thanks for everything. It was really fun. Feels good to be a winner. Everyone else sucks. All right. Zach wins this year. Everyone will get back and destroy him next year. Uh, for that being the 2021, uh, good game, good night, and uh, – uh, until until next time, good finicky and good good all good bye good.